recording. Thanks for tuning into this um, or catching this on the podcast. We're doing something a little different than what we normally do. Um, our staff is this right now. We're going to do a discovery Bible study. Um, discovery Bible study is a tool that has been used by Christians all across the globe. And it has been a really effective way um, for people to disciple other people. And by that, we mean help others follow Jesus. And for so much of, of Christianity, we talk about how we're meant to be fulfilling that great commission and being disciples who make disciples. And yet when it comes down to it, how many of us feel equipped or ready to go and do that? Um, so our staff, we've really been asking the question, um, how can we raise the, the temperature? How can we help our church be a church where disciples make disciples? And so we got trained in how to do this discovery Bible study method. And the coolest thing about this and why we're doing it um, on this recording is because this is something that isn't just for pastors or just for elders or just for people who've been in church for a really long time. This is something that really anyone can do with some very basic questions. And so um, we want to resource our church family. And so David Bessenbacher, the one and the only, is going to lead our staff through this very special Discovery Bible study. Here we go. Go, David. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, as we uh, discover through God's Word today. I just want to start off with a question. Uh, what are you guys thankful for? I am thankful for the gardening season and just being out in the sunshine and the life that it gives me to be in the soil and the renewed hope that I find every year when I plant seeds and wonder if they're going to grow, and they do. <laughs> I am thankful for um, today we assembled a play structure with a slide and a swing set for Melody, and I'm excited for the good times that she's going to have on that. I am thankful that today I got to buy and eat Chick-fil-A right here in Dallas. There you go, Chick-fil-A. I'm thankful for the upcoming summer season where... I can get out and enjoy God's wonders um, on the river and on the mountains and just really enjoying my time out there. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. And uh, what about, what's something you're feeling challenged about? What are you thankful for, David? I am thankful for my family, <laughs> uh, for my wife, my children, and uh, one of them moving out to Colorado and just turning, about to turn 18 and start start on the journey of life. So. Pretty excited about that. Now, uh, what's something you guys are feeling challenged uh, would be a challenge for you that you might be going through? I am struggling with my 
dad is going through some health issues and he is down in California and I'm just struggling with him being so far away because I can't swing by and see how he's doing or take him groceries or anything like that. Um, I would say that I am stressed about the end of the school year coming up and summer's really exciting, but there's also like a lot of boxes I need to check and things I need to get done before that can actually happen, so. Um, I would say I've been pretty stressful over doing this. <laughs> this is not my comfort zone, um, but I am here and I'm trying my best. Uh, let's see, I'm kind of stressed and challenged. I'm not a mechanic or in by any means, and I bought a new lawnmower exactly two years ago, which has a two-year warranty on it, and it just died two days after the warranty was over, so I'm a little stressed about that. I know a guy. Mm. You know. <laughs> a lot of times when I'm, uh, the thing I'm also thankful for also has stress, so kind of the same thing with uh, my daughter uh, about to turn 18 and leave, and go out, uh, I'm excited for, but there's also that level of stress uh, that comes with that, especially, I'm guessing with the first one, as you're watching them go out and you're like, okay, did I actually do a good job? Yeah. <laughs> um, we but, feel you. We feel you yeah. on that one. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of different things that this group could uh, potentially help with in, in those things. Uh, one of them is prayer, and so why don't we just pray for each other now and uh, for those different things, and we could pray for the person to our left, and Denise, if you don't mind praying for me, I would, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Lord Jesus, uh, we just come uh, before you. Uh, we thank you for all the blessings you give us. We thank you for this time that uh, we're able to get together and, and study your word, and we know that you hear us, uh, you hear our needs, uh, you want us to um, be in relationship with you, and you want to do good for your children. So we just bring our prayer requests uh, before you, Lord. And I lift up Stephanie and her, her dad in this situation, in this health situation he's facing, Lord. We know that you are with him, uh, that you can give him peace and you can give him comfort. And Lord, we just uh, trust all this into your hands. In Jesus' name. Father God, um, I want to lift up Andrew to you and thank you for the things that you're doing in his family from play structures to just time together and um, the blessing that his family is to him. And Lord, I pray that you just give him stamina and the due diligence to just finish everything he has to do for the end of the school year and just really bless him throughout the summer and give him and his family um, a good time together and just a lot of fun and adventures out there making memories. God, we thank you for Ben and um, just how you've gifted him to be a leader and be a part of our lives. Um, we're grateful for that. And um, God, we ask um, blessings and help for him and the lawnmower and stress that gets added to that. And also just other technical things that they come up and the way that can add uh, to the stress in our life. And so God, we take that, we lift it up to you and we invite you to take care of your kid.
Yes, Lord, and I do want to just say for the record, I appreciate technology like Lawn Marsh. That's a good thing. Uh, but Lord, we know you're, you're powerful and mighty, and you hear our prayers, and that's such an awesome thing. And sometimes we don't have all the words right to say, but you hear us and care and, uh, and, and seek to bless us. Father, I pray right now uh, that your hand would be over um, Denise, that, uh, Lord, you would, you would um, uh, honor her for stepping out of her comfort zone even right now. And, uh, Lord, you'd bless her in that, um, that effort. And, uh, Lord, I'm thankful for her um, witness and her, her willingness to, to jump in like this. And also pray for her and her husband, Mike, that they would have an incredible summer season uh, just enjoying your creation this summer. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask you to be with Haley as she moves on to Colorado and goes to school. Um, be a comfort to David and that he knows he did a wonderful job raising her and that she will, she will do great. And he was a great father to her. Um, he taught her lots about you and that is really important. Um, yeah, just be with David and say this in your name. Thank you guys for sharing. Uh, let's go ahead and open our Bibles uh, to Matthew chapter 16. We're going to be looking at uh, Matthew 16, verse 13 through 20. Who would like to read that for us? I got you. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Jesus came, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they replied, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, who do you say that I am? Simon, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responded, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. And then he gave the disciples orders to tell no one that he was the Messiah. Who would like to put that in their, if you could put that in your own words, how would you do that? You got this bit. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, let's see, so they were traveling, right, uh, to... Caesarea Philippi or near near there somewhere near there uh, and Jesus was asking them okay well who, who, who do people say that I am and there were different answers uh, some were saying like uh, Elijah uh, or John the Baptist um, maybe one of the prophets uh, and then Jesus said okay well then that's what everybody else is saying but who do you say that I am and then I think it's Simon Peter Peter uh, answered and said, "You're the you're the Messiah, basically, Son of the Living God," and 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 God said, "Well, that, that's great. You acknowledged me, uh, Simon, and uh, you had this revealed not by people, but by God's Spirit, um, by the Father in heaven. And um, with this confession, it's like a rock. And I'm going to build my church on it, and and hell can't prevail against it. And uh, and he talks about keys of the kingdom." of heaven, whatever you lock up um, here um, shall be locked up in heaven. Whatever you open up on earth will be opened up in heaven. And then 
he gave him the mum rule. Mum, mum's the word. Uh, gag rule. Don't tell anybody that I'm the Messiah. And uh, yeah. uh, does anybody want to add add on to that? Thank you. It all. You got it. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, so, what stands out to you guys from that passage? Um, I, go ahead. That he cared um, what people thought and wanted to know, and um, so when he went and asked, like, what are pe- what are people thinking? Um, and then when he said that uh, Peter was like, "You are the one," mm. and um, it wasn't that he learned that from other humans, but he he learned that through the Holy Spirit. And that's the only way to really learn. That's good. Yeah. Anyone else? What I was gonna say is that it was revealed to him from God, not from things that he did. Awesome. Uh, anything else stand out? Well, then he tells them not to tell anybody. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, must, must have something there. Why do, you think, why do you think that is? That's a great question, David. What do you think, Andrew? <laughs> 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 well, I, I was talking to a wise man one time um, who said that, no, it, it, it has to do with Right. There's a there's a timing element here. Um, And and in the moment, like we know this because we've been in a year long study through Matthew. You might not always know this if you're doing a discovery Bible study with someone and you just, you know, are doing it through a passage. Um, But we know that the Pharisees are out to get Jesus. Um, Caesarea Philippi is not in the middle of. Judea, uh, it's kind of on the outskirts, and so, and so there's something with Jesus not wanting to really go full God mode yet, or he's not ready to kick over tables in the temple, which all that comes, but not at this moment. <laughs> um, but in, but instead, it's kind of this this private moment with him and the disciples where, you know, he's testing them. You guys have been with me long enough. And who am I actually to you? Um, and I, I mean, I think I think there's a challenge in there for us with, you know, if we've if we've been around church or we've been around God or we even have a Bible habit, um, maybe we're on good terms with God. But like, what what is God inviting us into, and and who would we say He is right in this moment? And what does that mean for our lives? Which might cue you up for some good next questions. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, just this passage from us, thirteen to twenty. What does this teach us about God? Healing stuff. Like he's re- God revealed it. God the Father revealed it to to Simon Peter, not some other person. So God's in the revealing business. Yeah. That's good. God has a son. That hit catch. Yeah, to go. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So what do you think this would teach us about people or about ourselves? I got this. Um, I think kind of what we were speaking to earlier, Denise and I, about it standing out. We need to be open to God revealing stuff to us and the Holy Spirit working through us and in us. Kind of like heaven and earth have some connections. I never saw that before until you said that. 
don't tell people about Jesus. That's what I, that's what it says at the bottom. Yeah, that's is that the, yeah. Then then he gave the decide no, <laughs> no. Uh, well, clearly that Jesus um, was looking to people like a prophet. So they I mean, they saw John the Baptist as a prophet. They had always heard, probably since they were kid kids, about Elijah. So they're like, well, he's kind of acting like like a prophet. So the people are, I guess, in tune to Jesus looking and acting like a prophet. <clears throat> well, I, I do think I do think that the core question that Jesus asks his disciples is is who do you say that I am? And really, the core of this is going to be like, who would we say Jesus is? And, and a lot of us would say, you know, he's Lord. A lot of us would say, well, we know, you know, Jesus loves me, but, but really deep down where, what's the difference? How does that affect, you know, each and every situation that we walk into or we find ourselves in? I also think that when you reveal who you think Christ is, that also says a lot because if you think that he's someone who's going to punish you or judge you, that's not somebody you turn to when you need help or comfort or something. I, I find it interesting that um, that verse 17 of Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. And he talks about flesh and blood hasn't revealed. This is the father of heaven. We've already talked about that, but uh, Simon has a dad. There's something very human about this interaction that um, God is is using ordinary people that are from families to reveal stuff to, and I think that's pretty that's pretty cool. As we're thinking about this passage, uh, kind of begs the question: How then should we live? And so we do that in different ways. One is by making an "I will" statement, uh, so that we can be obedient to what Jesus. Uh, is telling us here in these specific verses. So if you guys were going to uh, formulate an I will statement, what would that kind of look like for you? I will reveal that Jesus is the Christ through an act of kindness to somebody I don't know this, this next week. I will commit to starting my day each day this week with prayer and being open to whatever the Holy Spirit is trying to do in me and through me. I'm going to go um, off of kind of what, um, like the Spirit revealing to Peter and, um, and in moments of stress or in moments of frustration and when things are not going my way to go, okay, what is God, like, what's God's spirit teaching me in this? And how is God, yeah, how is God teaching me or revealing something to me when I'm getting pressed on or pushed on in this situation? Uh, my I will um, is kind of with the, what you do here on earth is bound in heaven. Um, so I'm going to try really hard to be, um, like, love thy neighbor, like, show some extra care there? Um, I think, you know, I know Jesus is the Christ, um, but maybe just stepping back and really asking the question, you know, what does that mean to me and what does that mean to others? And then, 
I know it says he strictly charged for the disciples not to tell who he was at that time, but uh, maybe just listening to the spirit of who he does want me to tell and let them be, uh, let it be revealed to them that he's also the Christ and who he is to them. And I'm going to go kind of generic with this next question. If we were um, in a more intimate setting, I might say be specific with who you would share with, but who is the uh, type of person that needs to hear this or who who is the type of person you would share this with or who needs to hear this? I've got this friend who's a real sinner named David. Thank and you. And we need to pray for him. I appreciate um, it. He's got, I have an unspoken prayer request <laughs> for him uh, that I have now spoken. <laughs> yes, and please get very specific. Yeah, no, no, but I was, I, so I was having a conversation um, and once again, we're going to sound, we like to get real specific in a real discovery Bible study. Um, but, but just to, you know, honor everyone that we're in relationship with, um, I'll say it this way, but there's, there's some people that I'm walking with that have some really big hangups with God's character and who Jesus like actually is. And they look at things that Christians do. They look at things that Christians have done. Um, but that simple statement of, well, who do you say I am? You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then there's everything that God's revealed to us in his word about who he is. Um, and so I think, I think I'd like to maybe share this story. I could see this coming up in a really natural way where I'm like, hey, we were looking at this story and you've been wrestling with all the versions of Jesus you've been given. So who would you say that he is? I'm just going to say copy and paste because that is exactly <laughs> what I was going to do. Um, in this one it is. <laughs> God can work the same way in me and Andrew at the same time. Um, I have somebody that I have been walking through some stuff with, and I think that they have a tainted or maybe counterfeit idea of who the Christ is. And so I think that this story could be helpful. You want me to go? I'm going to share this with um, a co-worker on Friday. Not one of I you. Story that, that <laughs> no, it's not one of you. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to try and um, just, I don't know, work on, I just need to kind of pray over that one and figure out who I'm going to share it with, but. Um, yeah, I will figure that out. Share it with Ben because you've already taught him things out of this passage. Yep. So and he's your coworker, and he's looking for a coworker. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of you. <laughs> well, and sometimes that's great to pray for the person that we're looking to to share for. And so, I would challenge each one of us this week to be a people of extraordinary prayer as we. Uh, ask God where we can join him in his work. But hey, thank you guys for, for sharing. That was, that was an easy way to do a discovery Bible study. 
sure maybe not all of you agree, but <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's just something very simple that we go through, and then uh, we would at this point close up, and then maybe talk about meeting next week if we were doing this again. So I'll turn it back over to you, Ben. Yeah, this format's it's a uh, it's pretty doable. No matter where you're at in your walk of faith with Jesus, this is something that um, these guys all know about. But this is a a a format that I used with um, my children. Jack and I used that with Dylan and Emma all growing up, and we would do this very thing. We'd read a Bible study, then we or we'd read a passage of scripture and tell it in our own words, and then we'd ask, you know, what does this teach us about God, and what does this teach us about us, and then um, what does this teach us about the people in our lives, and how can we do something about it? And uh, and I think it's a great way to help people begin to obey Jesus and begin to see this is the way of of, of following Jesus and being a disciple. And uh, and if, and everybody can do it, which is pretty exciting. So um, so I should uh, maybe say a prayer to close us close us out. Our Father and our God in heaven, you're so good and powerful and you you tell us in your word that uh, we can approach you with the childlike faith and there's there's some beauty in simplicity in simplicity simplicity in the way you've uh, patterned how to how to bring people into your kingdom and father help us with our uh, kids in our lives grandkids maybe or friends or acquaintances uh, people that you put into our circles of, of of influence i pray that you'd open doors for us to um yeah share this uh pattern of, of just reading the word and putting it into practice. And Father, empower us that your kingdom may grow. And um, we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen.